what is good with you this is utu utunu utunde if you have been following us you must know we talk about young adults and how they thrive in different areas of life today i'm not alone i have a brother we just met here we just met today um he's gonna tell us a little bit about himself welcome thank you very much paul for having me it's such a great pleasure and honor to be here sharing some world with you uh, so basically my name is Felix Yapo uh, my friend call me Angel the man of situation uh, <laughs> the man of situation <laughs> yeah, in of the course. house every time i say man of situation the first thing that people do is to laugh <laughs> and the second thing that they do is to ask me a question the question is which situation <laughs> so uh, i say every situation that you might face in life i'm the man for it uh, so i'm um, from Côte d'Ivoire. Have you ever used that for a pickup line? Which one? Have you ever used that for a pickup line? Like everything you're going through and the men for the <laughs> situation. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think that can be a good one. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Sure. Wow. Many class everywhere. Wow. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I was saying so basically I'm from Côte d'Ivoire. Uh, this is my home country. And uh, over the past three years, I've been here in Rwanda, uh, studying at the African Leadership University. ALU. Yeah, ALU. Okay. Uh, where I am, I'm now a graduate in international business and trade. Yeah. Some people call that ALU. Yeah, ALU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whether you say ALU, ALU, no one knows. Guys, you don't. Know. ALU, everyone knows it. Yeah. All right. It's great uh, having you here, brother. Thank you. Um. Since Angel has wrote to me, we have been discussing over this matter that I want us to talk about today. Sure. Is Africans moving from Africa to Africa? Yeah. We pretty much know uh, how people have been moving from our country, from sure. your country where you are, to European countries, America, Asia, and other places. Mm-hmm. And this came to my mind. Um, They say Africa is a resourceful continent. Sure. And why don't we fancy to travel from our African countries to other African countries to discover those those treasures and maybe use make a use of that. So that's what we are talking about today. Sure. So Angel, um you said you are from Cote d'Ivoire. Sure. Can you take us on a journey a little bit about you moving from Cote d'Ivoire to Kigali. Sure. Uh, I, I think this one goes back to my own story. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. going to share just a bit. Uh, uh, I got the opportunity to study in one of the best schools in Cote d'Ivoire, which is called Institut Scientifique de Yamsokro. Oh, really? This is the school where... Uh, Each year they take all the best from each region to study in that school. So you were the best in your region. Yeah, so uh the best actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say since primary school I was always on top, so I was the best and then I, I got the opportunity to study there. Last yeah. night you told me you were the only one to be able to graduate from your Sure. So primary school. <laughs> sure. Sure. And I, I relate I, to that story. Yeah. Because um There is this school I went to in primary six. Uh, that is the last year here in Rwanda in primary. Mm-hmm. And 
I was the only one to 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 be sent to uh, a government-sponsored school. Sure. We have these things called division in primary uh, living examinations. Some people come in division one, division two, division three, and so on. I was the only one in division one, sure. and nobody was in division two. Wow. The second one came in the division, division three, three, and others followed. Sure. And does tell us about that. How sure. So it's almost the same story. Uh, 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 in primary school, uh, I, I I was very smart. Okay, and. Uh, Uh, from the people with who I've started, let's say, the primary school, I was the only one who succeeded, actually, mm-hmm. uh, to the national exam uh, to go to, uh, to, to to high school. Yeah, you told me. Right? Yeah, sure. Uh, so what happened there, uh, at first, like, it was such, like, a pleasure for me. I was proud of myself, you know. I was like, oh, I'm best. I'm the best. I'm good. No one can actually uh, uh, compete with me. But... As long as I was growing up, I realized that there were a problem, okay? That was actually some of the challenges that people were facing back home. So the people that didn't get the opportunity to succeed at that exam, it's not because of their fault. I realized that there were two or three things that prevent them to, to succeed, actually. Like the challenges. Yeah, the challenges. So the first one would be, uh, I've realized that like we were actually in a, a farming, actually... Uh, a part of the country okay. where most of the people are farmers, the you know. Community yeah, the community. So, so, so sometimes we'll be in class and people just come and then they say, uh, "Okay, you know, uh, we need our children to 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 come, come with and us. look after them." Yeah, sure. So some students were were missing. Sometimes you don't understand why, but I realized that that was one of the problems. The second problem would be when. Mm, uh, some of the students also are chased from the school because they were not able to pay the school fee and uh, it was those challenges that people were facing even myself I faced some of the challenges that I also wrote in a book that I call Africa has killed its hero in a soup of ignorance uh, uh, where I'm also talking about the green pepper the green pepper is actually based on the story where they're chasing students from the school uh, so basically Because of school fees. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, uh, after succeeding to my high school, uh, my dad advises me actually to study medicine, which was something great. And uh, sure, yeah, that, actually. That, that's popular exactly. <laughs> parents. Exactly. At least when you finish that one, you can get a job easily, right? Uh, I've been studying medicine for two years. And at a certain level, I wasn't feeling myself because yeah, of the story that I've shared. I felt like I left people behind me that I have to go back to and provide a solution to help them. Yeah, that's actually a common thing in sure. African society. Sure. I don't think if I can say, I don't think I can say this is life pushing us to do so mm-hmm. or our families, the society. The society is pushing us to do things that help us to look after ourselves, you know, better our lives, you sure. know, uh, make a sustainable income to to have a, a better living family. Mm-hmm. But most of us, well, I think some of us don't think we were, we were cut out for that. Mm-hmm. We weren't cut out to do something that, mm-hmm. that, 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 that 
actually is limited to um, making better life for our families. Mm-hmm. Some of us were born great leaders. Some of us were born to do things which impact the societies and a big number of people. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times we mm-hmm. are forced to do things that um, that are supposed to to earn us a lot of money. Like sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Parents, I don't, I don't think parents should be doing this because it's killing a lot of dreams. Imagine forcing someone to to study medicine um, while he is seeing something bigger. Mm-hmm. Medicine will earn him a lot of money. It's okay, but if you let him pursue what he, he is feeling right in himself, sure, a lot of us see the problems we we grow around. Sure, sure. A lot of us see the solutions we can bring, but pushing that kind of a person into medicine for him to get a better job is, I don't think it's good. Sure, and of course, it's not the only way. Uh, that Africa used actually to kill our talent. There are even more. Uh, in that book that I wrote, I'm talking about uh, 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 some of the challenging, uh, some of the reasons why uh, uh, we having brain drain, like mm. people moving from uh, Africa to Europe or US or Asia to study there, finally staying there for their whole life. I, I, I explain. Actually, it's more of the system that we are in. Even the government also contributes to that. You know, really? yeah, uh, we have our education system. Why do, do you think that someone will leave uh, his own country to go and study in other countries? Because they feel like there is a better education system that actually will allow them to pursue their dream than here in Africa or in their own country, you know. So yes. that's my point on it. That's my point on it. And uh, 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 coming up to the story that I was sharing, let's say that's where I got into here in Rwanda. Uh, 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 I was looking, you know, for universities where I can actually learn things that would allow me to be a good entrepreneur. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, being able to develop a project and uh, implement it successfully uh, uh, back home. So I started looking uh, uh, on internet, searching, you know, and I found that school, uh, the African Leadership University. Hello. <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> and uh, uh, in the website, website, they said, this university is not an university for everybody. <laughs> it's the university for the... Uh, dreamers uh, for people who do hard things. Mm. So I was like, wow, this is the university where I want to study. This is where you uh, should be. Exactly. No matter what, I'll be there and study in that university. You know? So that's where I got into Rwanda and uh, I'm now a graduate. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's yeah. great, brother. It's, it's good having a, such a great man in the house. Thank you, brother. You know, <laughs> so apart from that, I have little questions mm-hmm. for you come on um, but they're just simple questions okay. you might have seen them coming uh, let me see the first one is asking mm-hmm. were there any cultural differences that surprised you when you got here in Rwanda <sighs> okay let's say that uh, not a surprise actually but I was impressed and amazed why? Because, you know, back home in Cordova, for instance, we have more than 60 
ethnic group. 60? Yes. Wow. Yes. And there are four means ethnic group. Uh, and I've realized that our culture is not that promoted. But here in Rwanda, in each big room that you enter, each group, big conference, international conference that you go to, you find that the culture has the place there. You know, so you can see the traditional dancers dancing, performing before even mm-hmm. they even start. So I mean, they have their place in the society. But back home, our culture is not actually promotes. Uh, we we even treat them as witchcraft, you know, and that's not good. I, I think in each African country, we should make sure that our cultures are promoted and in each and everything that we do, uh, yeah. we, we include them into our things that we do, you know. Yeah, that's how it should be. Sure. And uh, uh, coming up also to some of the made in Rwanda, here in Rwanda, you know, there, there are a lot. I, I, I've seen it. But back home, I know they are also made in Cote d'Ivoire, yeah. but here it's more promote, you know. Uh, made I heard, in Rwanda. Yeah, made in Rwanda. Yeah, I heard sure. that the government has a whole program for it, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm also wearing a Rwandan... Yes, sir! <laughs> a Rwandan t Yeah, made by... Um, how do you call it? Uh, Nyakot. 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 Shout think, out to Nyakot. Uh, uh, this is a very new brand that's doing amazing, you know. Uh, I like it, you know, the way it is. You're looking you know. nice, but... <laughs> <laughs> so everyone will say I'm you a Rwandan, but... You ladies, watch yeah, out. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. So, on culture, that's what I can say. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, I like that about my country, too. Back then, uh, in the last 30 years, sure. there was a really sad story. The genocide against yeah, Tutsi. Was sad. Was the, the whole country was... The whole, whole country fell down. Mm-hmm. Mm, the colonizers used those ethnic groups mm-hmm. to to prepare something that led us to us killing each other. Sure, over one million Rwandan Tutsis uh, were killed. Yeah, that was that was. And the the whole country was put down. Yeah, let me comment on that but before you even continue. Okay, uh, you know, uh, in some of the countries uh, in West Africa or around other countries. People still thinking that you know, uh, people are still killing themselves here. Eh? They see genocide thing happening here. But I want to assure everybody, <laughs> Rwanda is a new country <laughs> yeah, that sure. is really developing. You know, uh, if you go into the cities, I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed. This is the the, the, the most green country in Africa that I've seen uh, so far, and the most um, actually uh, clean yeah, in, in, in Africa. <laughs> yeah, so sure. so everything is. Good here, they have uh, a good education system. They are performing finances, and uh, the country is actually is, is one of the, the fast uh, developing he, country now. There is an yeah. influencer who used to say the country is green. <laughs> yeah, but it's green. Back then, the country was red, man. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that contributed to that to everything we have today is unity. Sure. Now we are promoting something called Ndumanya Rwanda. What does it mean? It means I am a Rwandan. Okay. To so I'm a Rwandan. Yeah. <laughs> You're Rwandan, bro. I hope I'm you get Rwandan. some nationality yeah, sure. soon. And that is to promote uh-huh. the fact that everybody should be included. Uh-huh. Like everybody, regardless of the, the tribes, uh-huh. regardless of the, of the ethnicity, the everybody is included and sure. everybody deserves the same chance, mm-hmm. same opportunities, mm-hmm. same access to resources mm-hmm. that we have today. Mm-hmm. So, 
Um, we thank our president who have brought this ndumu nyarwanda and sure. it has helped Rwandans because if we didn't we didn't have unity mm-hmm. we couldn't develop develop mm-hmm. couldn't mm-hmm. build those education systems sure. healthcare systems sure. and everything we have today so unity has contributed a lot to uh, to our country i think that's it um another pro- question i have okay Do you have motorbikes in Cote d'Ivoire as a mode of transportation? Uh motorbike uh, yes, but not in the main city uh, like in the capital. Uh here in Rwanda there are motorbikes here everywhere. Yeah. But motorbike we can find them in the north of the country uh, where it's one of the main uh, public transport. Okay. But in the capitals like uh Abidjan and uh, Yamsoukro we don't find motors there you know because uh, i think uh, our country uh, is actually uh, making sure that we have all the rules and everything actually included you know here in Rwanda i can see people on moto wearing the cars yeah, and the, the helmet and the, the shoes well but back home i realized that there's some people on moto they don't have anything they even oh, wearing really? sandals on That's, the motors and uh, there is a lot of accident that happening and uh, i hope soon our ministry of uh, transport will uh, come up with some policies to regulate those challenges yeah yeah they will do mm-hmm. actually i think everything in africa which is going wrong will get right because africa is growing like mm-hmm. most of the countries are are being moved from the worst positions to mm-hmm. catching up with everywhere else on the world sure sure mm, uh, the reason why i brought up this question is mm-hmm. because uh, motorbikes is the most popular mode of transportation in this country sure. and is helping is a lot of the works that we do mm-hmm. mm, it gets you where you want to get quicker than anything else than sure. even having your own car sure. and it's great that back in your country you're making a lot of efforts yeah so another question i <laughs> you didn't see this why, coming why are you laughing i'm just so okay it's okay bro um they they used to say one of the most beautiful things we have in rwanda mm-hmm. is rwandan girls <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. <laughs> and I have listened to everything you said from the beginning. Uh-huh. You just said it's clear that you have a big dream. Uh-huh. And from what I see is it's going to get to a success. Mm-hmm. And they say I see behind I see every, you coming. <laughs> behind every successful man uh-huh. comes a woman. Uh-huh. So do you consider marrying a Rwandan? Girl? Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's do that. Eh? Uh, uh, before I came here in Rwanda, my dad was like, "You, the way I heard that there are beautiful girls, eh, not come back with, without a girl." <laughs> I was laughing. Mm. <laughs> so basically, uh, let's say I wouldn't mind. Okay, but you know, each man has its own principles, and each girl also has the the principle. You know, yeah, I so know. Uh, as much that there is this uh, match. And uh, the understanding. Why not? Why not? Rwanda is a great country, so uh, our yeah. children will have two nationality. Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 
Okay, that was it. Mm-hmm. It's the only. It's the only um, question. Uh, we can save the rest for for the other day. Okay, no problem. Um, we are talking about Africans migrating from Africa, their African countries, their sure. home countries to sure. other African countries. Sure. Uh, you have said, you 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 have told us your motive of moving from Cote d'Ivoire mm-hmm. to Rwanda. Yeah, in Rwanda, Kigali. Mm-hmm. So, why do you think we have to make it a fancy thing to move from our home countries, mm-hmm. like from Africa to Africa, without going to Europe, Canada, mm-hmm. USA, and everywhere in the world where everyone is is, sure. is liking to go? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> on that, uh, I have a lot of stay, but let me be brief. You know, there is this uh, person from my country. It's called Tidentiam. He said once. Uh, Uh, the natural resources in your underground that you don't have the talents to extract is nothing actually. Yes, yeah, nothing. So uh, in Africa, we we all say that you know we have a lot of natural resources, we, we are rich, but we don't have the talent that would actually uh, make use of make, make use of it. And uh, most of the big infrastructure that we build in our countries, you will notice that uh, China, uh, U.S. or Europe are the ones getting the markets. Mm. So in most of the countries, we don't have people who are talented enough to be able actually to to, to extract or, or develop those things. Why? The first thing that I accuse is, is our education system. Our education system is more of actually focused on uh, traditional. Wait, wait, wait a little bit. Okay. Did you just say that we Africans are not talented enough to be able to exploit our resources? That that that, that that's where I'm coming. I disagree. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm coming on it. Okay, right. Okay, okay. Go on. Uh, uh, I accuse our our education system. Because we have a lot of talent yet, but we are not actually uh, um, allowing them to have this uh, creative mindset hmm. to be able to come up with a company or something that will do the job. You see, uh, that I agree. You see, so so that's the point. So we have a lot of talent, but. People are are not, uh, let's say, creative enough because of our education system. Yeah. When you go to universities, you will find that you know uh, people are being taught how to to work for the government. At the end of the day, they are not getting a job in the private sector. They look for a job with the government. They are not look finding. All of them are, are, are being jobless, and we're saying that there is a lot of uh, rate of unemployment in our countries. So, me moving to Rwanda was because I was in part of a system which is not bad. Okay, I have understood that the African Leadership University is doing something different. Okay. okay. The African Leadership University is doing something different. <laughs> okay, if you want to take it as a promote, okay, I'm promoting my school. Go and promote your school. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, the what the, the the African Leadership University is doing is actually allowing 
uh, people to declare mission. Declaring mission means that each each person on earth has a purpose. Yeah. There is a reason why you you are born, and there is a challenge that you have to solve before you leave the heart. So, the African Leadership University is telling us, okay, what is your mission? Yeah. What do you want to solve in Africa? Because Africa has a lot of challenges. What do you want to solve? And according to that, all the assignment that you submit are according to that. Like you doing your research. For me, I've chosen the education system. That's what I'm That's working, what on. working on. And uh, even my final thesis was on the impact of public university curricula on graduate employability. Mm. You know, in West Africa. So I've conducted a whole six month of research to come up with solutions, you know. And uh, I have also my project that I want to implement back home. There, you know. mm-hmm. So That's for cool. me, moving from my country uh, to to Rwanda was more of the opportunity that I found. Not necessarily going to Europe or, or, or the Get US. Loss, a lot of dollars every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a lot of dollars. That's not the aim. And I think one of the reasons also be because I've realized that most of the people that leave Africa are lost. Yeah, probably. Of course, we're seeing that uh, the diaspora is coming to save us. The, the diaspora will be doing that, but yeah. but they are lost. How can you bring a solution to something that you don't know? That you don't know. You, you are lost in the process. It's like telling a story that you were told. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we go, you go into Europe, they will tell the story of Côte d'Ivoire as they know it, but mm. you are not in the contents. So for me, staying in Africa was a way for me actually to to, to stay in the context of the challenges, uh, being are surrounded by the same challenge. Because West Africa, East Africa, it's the same almost challenges that people are facing. So for me, being here was a way for me to understand more and come up with a suitable solution. And to get a, a, a different perspective of the continent. Exactly. And I want us to be clear on this thing. Mm-hmm. We are not talking about... Um, we are not saying that it's not good to go other planets i mean in other continents <laughs> and maybe get a way of living uh-huh. get a lot of cash sure. that is okay it, it is okay you think well when you have a way of living somehow uh-huh. there is a point which i don't disagree on that too but it's okay going somewhere with where it is easy to hustle and maybe get something back home uh-huh. but um here we're talking about solving the problems that Africa have. Uh, of course. We're not talking about somebody somebody who wants to better his life. We are talking about somebody who was born with a dream to and solve. want to solve a problem. Sure. And another thing we are making clear is that Africa has those resources we go out looking for the outer world. Maybe uh, the, outer, uh, the uh, other continents... I mean, those America, Europe, Canada, and other countries abroad offer those opportunities on. I don't think I don't think I can say on an easy way, but they have managed to put up processes that you can make money through. Sure, I think that's what we need to do. Home, I um, it's it's not something you can you can say 
it's obvious but i'm not happy when i hear my friend have played for more opportunities i've mm-hmm. i think we should be creating those opportunities so that everything is found home so imagine how africa could be if we concentrated on building it and after some year, years doing that we might find africa a giant sure, sure africa is like africa is a giant naturally but we don't know about it uh, we hear people talking about it uh, we we are out there being proud about it but do we really actually know how africa is blessed do we really know in what ways specifically africa is rich so that's why uh, for your next travel for your next um let me say discovery uh, please add um a priority on africa sure because if you think you are a change maker you need to know africa something you want to make a change on sure and africa has a lot of work if we have systems that don't allow us to to be able to implement those solutions we have because systems are people sure i think we need more people we were talking about alu mm-hmm. alu was found because somebody at some point mm-hmm. sat and thought about a solution sure sure we need more solutions in africa sure so but it's it's okay to travel beyond africa and maybe learn and maybe earn money mm-hmm. maybe earn resources but let our hearts concentrate on africa let mm-hmm. us have um a burden mm-hmm. on transforming africa because africa is 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 a fresh gold sure. like it can be turned into something mm-hmm. something very big easily sure than any other country uh, i have seen um I, I, uh, like last night i was browsing tiktok okay and i saw this um white influencer actually is a chinese not white is a chinese mm-hmm. he was making crafts into plastics mm-hmm. from wastes mm-hmm. so and i thought in africa if you needed raw materials mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to use waste you would re- you would use pure raw materials from the ground mm-hmm. like we have we have those resources mm-hmm. many people are making miracles from the trash from the the recycled item mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we have the pure pure raw materials sure. from our from, land uh-huh, mm-hmm. and we cannot use that that is a problem so um back to where we started what what would you recommend to somebody who is traveling from one african country to another for instance traveling to rwanda uh okay uh, let me be clear on that okay you know uh as i said uh we have we live in the system that is already established that parents understands better yeah and they want their children to follow the same system as i explained in my case for instance my dad was like studying medicine and guess what when i decided to come to rwanda he was angry at me he mm. was like If you have money go. You see, 
uh, I, I think I share it with, <laughs> with uh, one of our friends, Jonathan. I yeah. don't want to come back on it, but he told me, if we have money, go. So, like, he didn't support it that much. Exactly. So, uh, that's the first thing that I want to say. If you decide to actually follow your creative way, of course, you'll be having a lot of challenges on the way. And the challenges might be the support that you maybe not getting. If you are lucky enough that your parents are... It's like you're breaking some laws. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, of course. If your parents are supporting you, pick up that advantage and move forward. So, uh, on the way, what I can say actually would be uh, if you have taken the decision to go and study in, a, in another country, the first thing actually to focus on your personal growth. It's very important. Yeah. You know, there is nobody who can bring a solution if he, he doesn't have a voice. Yeah, sure. And for you to have a voice, you should be a added value to society. So if you are not... So a, that your voice sounds like a value proposition. Of course. Yeah. So imagine some of the greatest speakers that we know around here today. If we're talking about uh, maybe Thomas Sankara, yeah. we're talking about, you know, uh, 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 Martin, Martin, Martin Luther King. King. Yeah. Those are people that have taken time to build themselves. And they are such great communicators. If you're not a good communicator, you cannot actually solve a problem. Yeah. So, especially in Africa, in the context where we are. So, first, build on your personal uh, let's say your person, your, your personality. Make sure that uh, you have the necessary skills. And while you are studying, something that I will advise will be: don't just wait up until you finish everything before you start your project. Okay. While you are studying, start working on your project so that and by start the working on you uh, and working on you so that by the time that you finish. You are able to implement it, right? Yeah, that's that's a great point because mm-hmm. um, we can only accomplish up to what we have been, sure. what we have become. Mm-hmm. This is the powerfulness of becoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Africans or any people of any sort, as you being there as a young man, if you are to implement that solution. Mm-hmm. Your lifestyle has to be a solution to yourself. Exactly. What areas of life do you think someone has to be built at? Uh, area of life, you mean... Uh, I mean, like, um, so you, you might say improving ourselves and somebody here, and somebody can understand bodybuilding. <laughs> <laughs> or so on, so... Yeah, sure, I understand. Make so it clear. It, it, it will be more of, actually, as I said, being a added value, okay? Mm. Even a bodybuilder, that can be your mission. Yeah, sure. Can be your mission. So keep on doing it. The thing is, uh, if you want to solve a problem in a specific area, okay, mm. you build yourself and you get yourself known in it. Sure. You see, 
since I'm here, everything I'm, I'm saying, you you realize that I relate it to education. Yeah. I will re- relate it to education. Even if you ask me a question, I will relate it to education because that's what I know. Yeah. That's what I have studied. So that's what I conduct my you, research on. You are saying if you have um, an, an ambition or a vision sure. of making things related to education. Sure. You build yourself in it. Yeah. You conduct your research in it. I agree. You study in it and you become a added value in that domain. So that, 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 that's what you're saying. You are a carrier of that dream, mm-hmm. of that solution. Mm-hmm. So how big should you be? You should be as big as the solution you are building. <laughs> Not yeah. necessarily. Uh, I always say to all my friends around me, don't be afraid to start small. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, a vision... Uh, always change along the way. You can have a vision like that. Yeah. You can start. You can start like this. Yeah. Right. Uh, there is no shame in starting small when you know where you're going. Yeah. And uh, one of the problems that make a lot of people uh, being stuck, not starting, is because they are afraid of maybe uh, uh, losing or or they are afraid of loss you know i believe that we can start small and become something big on the way you know i, I agree some of the biggest institutions or companies that we know today mm. they all started small if you ask yeah, sure. mark zuckerberg he would tell you that facebook wasn't the first thing that he built yeah he bought like chat system and uh, other thing that didn't work But finally, Facebook came on too. Yeah. If you in, ask, in, yeah. On that, we were not born that good. Mm-hmm. Every aspect of our life ha- can be developed. Mm-hmm. Every aspect of our life can be improved. So, if it's communication skills, you can develop that. If it's IT skills, if you see that something you are dealing with requires IT, sure. it's that's something you can build. Mm-hmm. If you see that. Um, what you're doing takes us that you it takes you that you be physically fit that's mm-hmm. something you can work on on different sectors of life it is good that we know um, what does it take me to do this certain thing that I'm doing mm-hmm. that I'm pursuing mm-hmm. to pursue this path mm-hmm. and work on it that's I think that's what you were saying sure so um, I think we can call this a day Okay. Uh, it was great having you here. Sure. I hope that we do another one in, in the, the few in the future. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, you have a book launch ahead. Sure. Um, can you tol- tell us a little if it's not a secret? Yeah, no, it's not. A, it's no longer a secret. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, as I mentioned, you know, uh, for me. Uh, going through some of the challenges that I believe uh, most of African uh, young men and uh, women are facing, mm. uh, I had to come up with the story to allow other people to know the way forward. So the book is titled uh, Africa Has Killed Its Heroes in a Soup of Ignorance. And uh, basically, it's more of the talents uh, that uh, we have in Africa and the system that 
we use to kill them, starting by the family household. I've shared, for instance, the parent will over the children's wills and the our system of education have shared about the green paper that I said yeah. uh, and the, most importantly how a young man facing all those challenges can uh, orient themselves actually that's the most important thing in the book so I think it's dedicated to all uh, hustlers and people who want to actually achieve big things in their society so uh, yeah I think it's about that. And uh, for the date of lunch, we have like two lunch. Uh, the first one will be back home in Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, we're planning with the team on lunching on 20, 27th of uh, April. Okay. And uh, here in Rwanda, the date is not yes, yet chosen, but we're planning on lunching in the month of July. So I want to do it before my uh, graduation <laughs> so that, <laughs> that at least good. we can have that one, yeah. So yeah, that is. And uh, maybe if there is a last thing that I can say uh, before we close. You can say it. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, would be actually to... If you have something that you want to achieve, if there is something that you want to do, go for it. I always tell all my friends around it. Don't wait for the thing to come to you. Go for it. If you find an opportunity and you want to solve that problem, go for it. If there is something that you want, go for it. And whatever the process that you have to follow, go for it. Okay. You know, uh, when I was coming, I was I was talking to my friend. He said, "Don't don't say it, but let me say it." Say it. Uh, say it. Uh, Come on. You know. You know. <laughs> at home, we have two two pets. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is a dog, and there is a cat. So mm-hmm. each time that you go into the kitchen to Uh, most probably the the, the, the the cat will follow you mm. and sometimes the, the dog also follow you okay so there is something that I've realized is that when the cat follow you if you carry a meat in your hand the cat wants it yeah the cat sure. wants it and uh, sometimes if you don't pay attention the cat will take it and it goes Yeah. has gone what he wants doesn't care about yeah, everything sure. but the dog the dog will wait It'll sit there <laughs> waiting for you yeah, to, sure. to bring it <laughs> so I was telling my friends you know what the cat has a very good behavior it goes for what it wants yeah. but it got, the, the dog is waiting that's why it always gets the bones Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it gets the leftovers. Exactly. So yeah. if you don't go for what you want, I'm assuring you that you will get a bonus. <laughs> yeah. And somebody yeah, else will take it away. Of course. So thank you for having you here today. It thank was you. a great honor. Uh, we pleasure. just talked, I think it was it was Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and we confirmed we this this, week. this show. Yeah. And today is done. So thank you very much. You, you are a very thank dynamic you. guy and thank you for having I am me. pretty sure that everything you are dreaming of you have what it takes. So thank you very much. <laughs>